But you've got to be looking at Tribe and Space Station and thinking, you guys are big orgs, you're getting paid very well, you've got big players, you're all experienced, and yeah. they're not performing. Like I don't know how, I want to try and introduce this for YouTube, I don't know how to start this, so welcome everyone if you're joining us from YouTube, uh, we're here with the leader of EYG, uh, Evolve Your Game family, Kronk uh, slash Beastos, and uh, we've got a whole load of questions to go through, um, so I suppose first things first, how are you doing? How How is your shopping? Can I turn them up? Of course I can uh, turn them up, man. Yeah, it's alright, man, you just got to like, just chucking it in the fridge and stuff as fast as possible, I felt bad for you because... <laughs> Last week we couldn't do it because I scheduled a war on top of it and the clock's changed and that messed us up <laughs> like it does. And this year, this week, like, it's like oh, typical nonsense, but um, I'm glad to make it finally. So I've made these guys wait a lot of extra time, so I'm going to make it worth their while by <laughs> spinning some juicy nonsense. Whatever they are, Skylancer, no worries. Nice. Well, here, you know what? So Risty has two weeks in a row helped you out. So Risty, um, last week... <laughs> did a whole interview and this week I just did a 1v1 against him and beat him so not only did he he, he not only did he t turn up for a 1v1 he also let me win so that was good of him um, so uh, this is totally off topic what are your opinions on Risty? he's a bit nah. no 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 two big <laughs> families he's a leader could easily turn into a massive rivalry and hate and everything like oh, I'm better than you you're better than me but it's nothing like that um He's a top bloke. Um, I've known him since I think we first met in CWL. We were negotiating with each other and we found out we live quite close to each other. Um, maybe within an hour of each other. And well, oh, that's pretty cool. Like no one really plays Clash in this area. Then you find out he run, he's running a massive family and he's not only running a massive family, he's running competitive teams he, and he's doing it very well. There aren't any... Um, it's very difficult to do what he does running yeah. a huge family. And I understand what he does. And um, on top of that, he's a top bloke. He doesn't, doesn't do the drama or anything. Um, we did look at working together once in the past. Um, he went with, a, he went with um, someone instead and we went with someone instead. We didn't think it was quite right because we were so similar. And it didn't work out for either of us. So maybe we should have worked together. But they're still going really strong a year later and so are we so I think um, I think whatever we both do we'll be um, we'll both be doing quite well hey, that's good well yeah, I mean the I, I love Unfair Warfare and EYG, EYG have both been brilliant supporters um, and like kind of were the inspiration behind my whole family feud sort of idea was to see you guys come. now you guys haven't ever actually played um, Unfair Warfare and EYG but that was kind of the, the thinking behind it so hopefully Family Feud Season 2 but um, let's get back to talking about you. Sorry, I, I stole that. I ended up talking about myself uh, or about uh, Family Feud. But we've got, <laughs> in terms of questions, we've got a wee bit of like quick fire stuff. So we've got a few different things, but we'll start off with um, just some sort of, let's find it all about Kronk, yeah? Um, so uh, basically what I've got here is um, intro about Kronk, time playing, how many accounts, how did you get in the game, all that sort of stuff. How, what was your, what's your Clash story? How did you get into Clash? Oh, um, I suppose it was probably when I first got an iPad, I was um, in university and my job at the time was playing, po my job was just playing poker as like a student and playing poker. I didn't do anything else. All my income came from playing poker and it was getting a bit out of control because I was, I was getting to the final year and it was affecting my education quite a lot because 
I basically had to like drop out yeah and go back because it was so much and Clash of Clans just kind of um, it took it took it over in a way it took over um, playing that so and it just continued and continued and continued it was quite like a game I played really young called Age of Empires never really been into many games and stuff but um, it just sort of um, snowboarded and every year it got a bit more serious and then this happened and this happened and all of a sudden you got a massive family and you're playing competitive Clash five, six times a week. It's crazy. That's so funny. Yeah, so it, is, so it was like, it was almost something to fill an addiction sort of slot. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I would say that. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, I would that, say that. That's pretty huge. Done. Yeah, that's, that's like um, Clash saved my life sort of thing, or at least my unique education. Was, before it wasn't it wasn't particularly um a bad thing what I was doing before, but it wasn't like costing me um it wasn't costing money or anything, but it like on the other side of things it, it was very good in that sense. Yeah. That's cool. Nedster says you must be better at poker than you are at Clash. So there you go. There's some lovely support from Ned. Yeah, I <laughs> I think he's right. <laughs> um what about uh, other games? Do you play any other games or sort of Clash of Clans your life? Um, these days, no. Um, back in the day, I think every British person plays a bit of football manager, um, as you do. It's a bit of an old classic, but not really into games that much, to be honest. Apart from this. Cool. And what about, uh, what clans do you play in? Uh, is it just the, just your old, uh, Brian fan club, or you got any other, other clans? Nah, a few other. Um, Frostlight, um, got a few accounts farming in there I've been there a long time um, a little bit of work Ground Eagles um, I'm filling in in some 5v5 wars at the moment and Majirian Army playing a bit in there um, but not as much as I'd like I had to cut back on my accounts from 6 to 4 because it was getting out of control again <laughs> yeah we know that um, what about uh, have you ever taken a break from the game yeah, I took about a year off. Um, I did the old um, gap year thing and went to Australia for a year. And it's very, that was just when like CWL, Clan War Leagues, was coming out. And it's very difficult in that time zone to be in a, like a clan, British American clan. I understand, I don't know how they do it, like resistance and all those clans. Um, you just had to give it up, really. I was missing war hits and stuff, and it just wasn't. It wasn't. It didn't suit, really. Cool, man. That's cool. Uh, what about outside the game? What What do you do in real life? Hello. Um. Oh, there you are. You're alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I can hear you. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, what do you do in real life? Yeah, what do you do outside of the game? Yeah, I suppose you could say I like. The thing I've missed the most in the last year is probably um, music festivals and stuff like that. Uh, Pretty much going to um, things every month, pretty much anything you can, festivals every year. Um, That's something I definitely missed this last year. Um, But you'll be going back to it pretty soon. Um, (laughs) I'd like to say sport, but that was a few years ago massively, not so much anymore. Um, uh, cool. I was I was huge into triathlons about five or six years ago. Then that's another thing. Clash had a really bad effect from. Now it's just like it's not 
so much like going on runs and like two hour cycle rides in the middle of the day it's more like oh yeah i've got to stick around and um, check my gold and do that make sure i don't miss this warhead and just <laughs> be there to like be in case someone's got a problem with the league or something else it's just i need to get back to that as well to be honest <laughs> I, but that's because that's the thing. You're not just uh, it's not just like a, a game that you play. If that makes sense, you farm a few accounts, and then it sounds like you got a fair few accounts going on there. Um, you've got um, you've got the whole family that you're running. You're running clans. You're running leagues as well. We're going to talk about all that sort of stuff later on as well. You've got a new project coming up as well. Uh, Ted was good enough to send in some of your questions as well to help us out on that. Um, so you have got whole lots of stuff. Um, I th- think. We'll take a wee break from all that sort of stuff, though. Let's talk about uh, the weekend. Uh, did you catch the world's warm up? Yeah, I was aware of what was going on. Um, logged on and off here and there. Like the guys had BFC had a voice party, so went on there for a little bit. Come off, go back on. Like, you know, it's not something you're going to stay on all day and watch, but like you, you'd like to know what's going on in the community and stuff. Yeah, it was a it's a couple of long days. Like sort of. I think like maybe six to eight hour streams. There were long streams that they were doing. Yeah. Loads I, and I, loads I, of wars. I couldn't, I couldn't believe um, Itsu and Judo were streaming eight wars back to back. Unbelievable. Well, yeah, so I get tired <laughs> after doing like one or two. If I do two wars in a row, I'm knackered. But um, like, like towards the end of the second day, poor Judo was looking a bit tired. And I said it in chat. And I meant it as like a compliment. Like the guy is still going. The guy was standing the whole time as well. So Itsu had played it smart. Itsu was sitting down in his chair, but I don't know if you noticed, Judo was standing up the whole time. It's good standing up. It lets you move around a bit more and sort of like makes you look a little bit more dynamic. But um, that's a long stream. It would be standing for, man. And uh, he looked he looked tired, man, by the end of it. And uh, that's, it was a good effort from him there, getting all the way through that. Yeah. It was uh, really impressive. Um, yeah, I think they did a great job. Um, what do you think of the new format? You think because um, I, I think this is a format they're going to try and sort of replicate, and I think that this is the idea. Is they were just looking for some teams to run through. Did you like that sort of best of one? And sort yeah, of the... I definitely like the um, I definitely like the um, structure of having more teams involved and seeing new teams in the bracket instead of seeing six teams play so many matches. It's more like you've got. I would prefer it if Worlds was um, like that every month. Like you had like a live event. With yeah. that many. I know it's not possible to transport that many people to Poland and stuff when the live qualifiers are on, but um, it would be um, pretty awesome this year while it'll while it'll still be online if they could do that and like give clans more opportunities who wouldn't normally make it because you can pretty much um, you've got like your twenty thirty favourites who you'd expect to be there in a qualifier each month. Then you'll have a few clans come out of the pack which you've never heard of before, and a few other clans will sneak in who are knocking on the door all the time. Yeah. Like, uh, but you, it, it's a, I think it's a good format, what they've got today. But the Supercell Clan World Leagues, I, I don't like that um, for qualification. And the invited teams thing, I understand why the teams are invited, but um, I think there could probably be a better way to do it. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if the invited teams is going to carry on to next, in, in like the proper worlds. I think that was just... A, I get the impression that was just for the warm-up because you basically got... Because they didn't go through the, the proper Supercell qualifier sort of structure, the offline qualifiers, if that makes sense, you had all these 5v5 teams that weren't set up to be able to do Supercell CWL in a 15-man team and, you know, and to be the top, to be one of the top eight teams or whatever. So I think that's where 
that sort of invited thing came from. But yeah, it it made it made some interesting sort of uh, uh well, for example, we got Indian Clashers got through from day one. Everyone else is out. Everyone else that played on day one used it all up. So um yeah, I don't, it, goes, yeah it goes to show the teams in Worlds last year, they are still the top dogs. They, so, they they've still got it, like the other teams is a is it that, or is it that they were able to do some live homework on the the teams that they were going to be up against? Maybe I'm I don't know, that like, as well. <laughs> maybe like their first match on day one, like that's the big match you're coming into it. And you can take a fairly in for example, they put 15 stars up in their first war. Yeah. Then in their second war, they put nine stars. Like um, I find it hard to criticize them because they came in, they put up 15 stars. Yeah. And it's their first time as um, I know Ophelian qualified last year, but it's a new group of players, and it's their first time at a live event. Yeah. But you've got to be looking at Tribe and Space Station and thinking, you guys are big orgs. You're getting paid very well. You've got big players. You're all experienced, and yeah. they're not performing. Like honestly, Tribe and Space Station. If you're the owner of that org, you're looking at their, those teams and you're thinking because. The community tournaments and that great, but that's where you've got to do it. And the big live yeah. events like World, the, the benchmark for them is to qualify for those last eight of Worlds. And then nowhere, I, I wasn't even confident that they were going to qualify. It's just not good enough when you're that sort of org. Because they're probably two of the biggest orgs in the game. I think for me, Space Station was the biggest shock because they basically yeah. had they had the sort of the big names from Tribe. Uh, and they had, do you know what I mean? They had these, they had these big names from Tribe coming in. They had Marinol in there as well. It was a really exciting new lineup. And I know first hurdle man just just failed. It was like that was a that's a bit gutting. You, you got, I, I want Space Station to do well. I like them. Yeah, he's a decent. Hold my beer. He, he's top bloke. But you got to look at some of the players and be like, you're not performing when it matters. Like, yeah. You, and like some of the, the players like Nick and Lex were at Tribe and it didn't work out there. And they've, now they've gone to space. And it's, I know it's early days, but they've got to perform this year. Like, I don't know if Lex is more interested in his YouTube or whatever. Have they like cut have those two and Marinol come in and they pushed out three people and there's some problems. You don't really know what's going on. Yeah. But um, you've, something they've got to perform because it's not it's not, when you're that sort of big when you're that big an org you've got to you've got to get results yeah yeah no, that's a fair point um so um i was going to say i had another question right down here as big as shocks i think we've kind of covered it with the uh, space station and tribe i suppose queen walkers losing the indian clash was maybe the other other one i missed that match unfortunately so yeah so I did i um uh, okay maybe can't queen say walkers, much about that yeah I know they get a lot of hype because they're creative and they're fun to watch and it's very hard to criticise them. But um, on the day, again, like they've done well. Maybe it's just a one-off, you don't know. But it's very difficult. They're very light, a very likeable bunch of people. But in some of the community leagues as well, the EYG Open, they didn't even finish in the top four of their group. Yeah, and you've got to look at people like like Klaus is doing like these amazing hits, and when they come off, like everyone's like, oh wow, and it's like on YouTube with hundreds of thousands of hits. But when he's failing, like he's got one of the lower hit rates in Greenwood. When he's failing, you don't hear anything about it. Yeah, but he, he's got to look at himself and think. You just got to get the job done on the big stage. There's no point in messing around with ten invisibility spells and all this nonsense. Like, just get the job done. Get the triple. Get out of there. Get on to the next day. Cool, man. That's good. So I've got um I've got a wee um we've got the matches that are coming up next weekend. Um I've just gonna bring it up in front of me a second. I don't know if you've got the stream on still uh, turned down. 
uh, helps if I uh, can find it nice and quickly. Here we go. So I've got the world's bracket. Um, so instead of doing a tier list, uh, we thought we'd just run through a wee, um, just, just a wee sort of prediction for, um, we'll go through them. So that basically the, the top two uh, matches there, the top of the bracket, or the left-hand side of the bracket, and then we've got the bottom two matches down there will um, we'll basically be the other semi-final, if that makes sense. Um, so let's just run through some predictions. What are you thinking? So we've got ATN versus 11 Original is the first match. Um, what are you thinking there? That's the, it's the obvious, most obvious one. Yeah. ATN. 11 Original, you've got to give them credit. They all in the community leagues, they don't do so well, but when it matters, they perform. But yeah, ATN, just too good. Far too good. The... I, I'm impressed at how much they've been able to keep their team together, and yeah. and being able and and that they stayed on form as well. They just continue to like if you look at the community leagues, all their attacks. They're not winning everything, but they're winning a lot of a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's like since Worlds, I think they've been on a bit of a break. They probably haven't been operating at 100 percent capacity, and this is like the first thing, which is pro- probably for them. It's got to be quite hard to get motivated to do these, some of these community leagues, but this will motivate them, and they'll want to show they're still the best. And I think they'll win it. Okay, cool, happy days. Right, what about uh, Nishan Dance versus Tompanai Empire? Tompanai, a new name, but it's basically uh, it's your Rigo Torres and all that lot sort of sitting in there under the, under the new guys. Um, who are you calling out of those two? Nishang Dance all day. They're just too good. They're too good. Um, they're just. I think they're on form at the moment. I think they are the one clan which probably scare ATN the most, to be honest, um, okay. for good reason. They are. They are. I. I, I like. I like Tomp and I Empire and everything, and I would like them to win. But I think Nishan Dance have got too much. You thought Nishan have got it. Okay, cool. What about, uh, so now we've sort of like the other side of the bracket, we'll come back to, um, we'll do a wee prediction on out of the, the top two afterwards. But um, Indian Clasher, it was if I could say it right, Indian Clashers versus Darkest Muzan. Um, potentially quite an easy one as well, but I don't know. What are you thinking? Yeah, I, um, I don't know a lot about either of these clans compared to the rest of them. But I think Indian Clashers beat Queen Walkers last week. They've got a week to reset. I think they're going to do it. I don't okay. know. This is pretty much a coin flip, but I'm going to go with probably the underdog Indian Clashes. Uh, I would have yeah, okay. gone with Darkest Muzan there, so that's uh, that's interesting. But that's more just from the fact that I just don't know Indian Clashes at all. But uh, yeah, okay, that's you know I like that. A little bit different. Um, right, what about HT Family versus Vatang then? Vatang beating Method to Madness. I, I was a little bit gutted about what to see Method to Madness oh, yeah. continue on. They had some nice creative hits, but they just... I think sometimes creativity undoes people a little bit eh? anyway that's that match has passed um yeah, hd family kind of, versus Vatang. what do you think yeah i kind of think the tang south korea i think south korea is like one of the strongest scenes after germany in the game and maybe japan and hd family i i don't rate them they made their name from getting the wild card they were the weakest team in the world championships they who did they beat yesterday um did they beat it was oh oh i don't know your, your test oh, it was a now. failure, wasn't it? Like, was it a failure failure didn't is perform. Right? They, I think it was like 12 9 or something. And 12 stars at this level isn't good enough. Like, the time all day. Cool, cool. So, we go back at the top. You chose Alton Attacks, you chose ATN, and you chose Nishan Dance. Who are you thinking out of those two? I want to say Nishan Dance. 
but I think ATM will have they'll be, they'll be running their best bases for that that one. They'll be set up and they shouldn't dance ATM all day. At Felian, so sorry, at Felian, I've just read chat. Sorry, um, yeah. So ATN is where your uh, your head's at, but your heart says Nishan. Okay, so ATN into the final, and then you chose Indian Clashers and Vatang. Who do you call out with those two to get into the semi? Nah, that's going to be a slaughter. That's going to be a slaughter. It's going to be like fifteen ten to Vatang. <laughs> okay, cool. So then we've got alternate attacks versus Vatang as your call for the final. What are you thinking? ATN. I think I think Vatang will push them close. Um, wouldn't surprise me to see Vatang get. I think Vatang are definitely one of the teams who can beat ATN. You've got those teams that can beat ATN. There's maybe four or five of them who you know have like got that they think that they need to show up and they've got to be at their best. And I think if ATN are at their best, they're going to win. Cool. Happy days. So there we go. Um, I don't. I've not drawn any graphics or anything, but. We've got it all recorded, you know, so we can refer back to that and find out how we go. Um, so, yeah, that was pretty cool. Thanks for doing that. It's good. Just uh, a wee bit of... It feels like proper podcasting going on there. We've chatted yeah, about I'm something that's just happened. This. Yeah, it's quite cool, man. Um, so, um, we'll go back to EYG a little bit now, the organisation. Uh, tell us about sort of... Kind of just just all about the family. What was the sort of the, the ethos behind it? How did you come about forming EYG why did you form it yeah, I was you? sort of around at the time I think I was abroad at the time um, and Homemade was like the main guy back around then and we had a few, we had like a clan and a feeder clan and he just got control of another clan from a mate who retired a mate, a mate of his retired and he's building it up then um, and then like he'd recruit another clan and he's like, so what are we going to call us as a group? And um, him and the people at the time, I think, I think pretty much all of them have retired or retired and come back to the game or something. And he, they came up with EYG and um, all the big families at the time were um, the Reddit clan system, Reddit clan alliance. I think the circle was pretty big. You had like Elite Nation. Champions War League was like the only real relevant war league in the game and everyone wanted to be in that and we Homemade just went wild he went, um, he was recruiting people left, right, right and centre um, adding clans and people were like we had this free move one of the initial things was we had this free movement where you can go from any clan in the family, just go and meet other people, have a bit of a laugh get together, do some big wars. Like at the time doing a fifty v fifty war was huge. Like yeah. um there were no like friendly wars or anything like that. Um but like, it was really fun like having like action for twenty four hours and um And the old times when you had to try and spin at the same time and hope that you guys yeah. would match. Remember trying to get those you had the whole like <laughs> weight sheets and all that sort of stuff. Oh man uh, yes. sometimes it went through. well. <laughs> sometimes it went well I organised one of them once and like when it's spinning you're like oh bloody hell if this goes wrong it's on me and it went wrong and uh, <laughs> then you had to reset and re-spin again and luckily the set after like two days of playing out two random wars each oh he got the inter-family feud <laughs> but, um, it, it was it was, a, it was a hard life back then everything was hard <laughs> cool. So were you you been away at the time? So you you didn't form EYG. So how did uh, how did you come to be the leader of it then? What happened then? I I wouldn't particularly say I'm the leader of it. The EYG Open probably yes, but the family itself no, definitely not. Oh. Uh, the leaders the leaders run that. There's a structure in play. We, well, 
I'll tell you how it comes across. We grew to like 30, 40 clans, just really fast with no sort of plan, just freestyling it the whole way. And the, the one there was a bunch of drama, absolute nonsense. <laughs> we lose about 10 clans. Like a few people went their own ways and set and formed like three different alliances. Um, they were all better than EYG. Then a lot of people stayed. Um, all the good people stayed in my eyes. <laughs> and um, all those three alliances don't exist anymore. You've probably never heard of them. Well, one of them was very good. Um, was, and was always on good terms with one of them. But, um, but the other two, just useless. They, they were going to crush EYG. And <laughs> even like a year after they've gone from the face of the um, game, EYG is still going stronger than ever. But yeah, we um, created this document, um, the Constitution, brought in a load of new, brought in just, and we started vetting clans and clan leaders properly. Um, having, I think it takes about 30 to 60 days to get your clan to EYG with an intense interview, a uh, two step process. So we're not just accepting any old people anymore. Now it's, you've got to be good, you've got to be a fit, you've got to, add something to the family you can't just be like the amount of people you get to end up just being like oh yeah we want to um be with you for recruiting is ridiculous like yeah that's good like everyone wants to be at recruiting but you've got to bring value yeah you've got to contribute as well yeah and um everyone everyone we've added recently has been really good um we lost a few clans a little while back um now and again now and again a clan or like um it'll just be like oh we um we're struggling, we need help, and the other clans will come towards that clan, they'll put like their ult in, help it out, they'll get a bit more attention from our gateway recruitment system to bring them back to full health, and it works pretty well in that sense. Um, I don't think everyone's bending over backwards to like um, do things, but like if, if someone needs help, everyone will go in and help and help stabilize your clan and everything because everyone gets retirements and do a little bit of drama and i think a little bit of drama is healthy when you come together and you solve something but the only the problem is when you get drama is if it's family the family drama then it can be really messy yeah but um it's um it's in a good spot right now probably the strongest it's ever been and you're always kind of looking like what what now like you've done this now and it's like you've ticked you've t- tick this box then the next thing's like Right, we've done this. We've grown to this time. We've um, we've participated in Champions War League. Takes now we've got to win a league, and then you win a league. Then you've got to like get into five v five. Yep. Now you got now the one of the next things is to um, was to run the UIG Open War. We'll become a league doing that. Now we've got to become one of the top leagues. I think we're on our way to doing that. And um, one of the things is to um, one of my big ambitions. It's a bit random. Is um, be money. The man behind Brian Fan Club, Brian, um, he's got this. Um, he's got this ongoing bet with us. If we can get him a thousand dollars in personal winnings, he will let me and Russ personally shave his head. And he's got really long hair. And we're on about we're on about his cuts between two fifty and three hundred. I think we've got a long way to go, but I think it'll happen at some stage. Happy days. So I've got uh, that. Actually, had that down for one of the questions. Is like I've got long and tor- short term goals for EYG. Like, what 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 are your targets this year for the organisation for the family? And what's your maybe like five year plan? Maybe five years is too much. What's your what's your longer term goals for EYG? Um, right now, successful league season and another one this year. 
pretty sure Town Hall 14 is coming pretty soon. Don't know when. I think in the next couple weeks. I think this April update is going to do it. Yeah. I don't know anything, but I'm pretty confident that's going to interrupt the season, which is a bit of a pain in the ass. But you yeah, deal with it pain. either way. <laughs> you know, you know what it's like. Alpha League's probably sweating as well. Yeah, I think <laughs> Alpha League's um, got a, got a backup plan. I've got a plan for um. I've got a plan for. Uh, family feud as well it's like it, it's yeah it kind of it's going to screw everything up a little bit um I, I know why they're not telling us about when the update is but an actual date would be really handy <laughs> to help yeah, plan um, everything around <laughs> there's a rumor going around that um the end of this weekend there's going to be a town hall 14 show event but to do that i was kind of expecting sneak peeks today and it didn't happen but i i i don't know anything i wish i did but um it's, it is a pain in the ass not knowing as an organiser in leagues. It really is. But there's nothing you can do about it. Everyone's in the same position. But the only thing you can do is like plan for um, if it happens. And if it happens, it happens. You've got to make the best of it. Maybe yeah. we can um, complete our season and be one of the first leagues still running Town Hall 14 competitive wars. Maybe that'll help. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. I would like to get some bigger sponsors on board. I would like to increase the prize pool eventually i don't know how that works i'm very happy with our current sponsors and if anyone's looking to sponsor next season and just give us a shout we'll be doing a match you know fundraiser a little bit of self-advertising but yeah um yeah just have a laugh really it's pretty much the thing it's it's, it's fun it's kind of fun as well just um chilling out and taking the piss out of people like ned like there's not really many people that get offended easily there anymore like in the past there has been but right now it's in a it's in a really good spot um, so someone here, Hans, has asked in the chat, what type of value do you need a new clan to provide for EYG? Um, it's quite an interesting one. To be fair, like if you want to just be a clan, turn up to the server, um, click the little reaction button, tag the merger team, and they'll send you the constitution. And Generally, what they're looking for is um, good, healthy clans, um, strong leadership, um, stable stability is really important and um just be better than average and be a good person don't be don't be no one wants to clash with assholes and you just want be have a bit of a be a bit of a laugh as well if you're a bit of a laugh and you can not take yourself too seriously then you're in a pretty good spot because that's one of the that's a big problem in the game when you're talking over a lot of people take themselves well too seriously in this game <laughs> happy days um, what else have we got? I think this kind of naturally moved on to tournament stuff here. So, um, you you you're kind of you drove the EYG um open, but that wasn't your first sort of foray into into league stuff. Um, so how did you get into sort of like the behind the scenes league stuff? Why? What motivated you to do that? And and where did you go? Um, tell us about that. Tell us about your story in the league side of things. Yeah, I suppose, um, I suppose you can say CWL, Champions War League. That was before 5v5 was a thing. And um, yeah, that wasn't, um, that was the big league. It was, it was um, huge breakdowns, like 25 to 40 man breakdowns every week. And you'd look forward to spinning on a Saturday and warring over the weekend. You'd get your base ready on the Monday and Tuesday. And go again, that was it. That's all you had to look forward to. Um, a few regular spins in the week, maybe a pot luck if you're lucky. And um, and it, it was maybe season five. And 
oh, I was a bit bored at the time. I needed something to do. And um, <laughs> you know what it's like. <laughs> I just needed something to do. I thought I could have a go at that. It doesn't look too hard. <laughs> And um, like the admins at the time, there was a lot of drama and nonsense going on, and people were arguing in leader chat like all the time, saying it's the worst it's ever been. So I just like sort of signed up to applications, got put through, and um, it was pretty good. Like there was lots of drama with Adam at the time, and I was about to say that was that around about the time Adam brought out his uh, his. He's got many I'm quitting videos on the on his channel. Yeah, and, uh, he was. Um, he was, um, it was a time like he was getting banned from CWL, and it was a really weird, weird time. And there were loads of admins, um, quitting, and he was making videos and like just saying it as it is, like saying it as it is. And, um, like it was, let's be honest, his ban was absolute nonsense from CWL, absolute nonsense. Like, I've, I've been in the CWL server, I've seen the history. <laughs> I don't know, on a rainy day, you flick through it, and it's just absolute nonsense. Like, yeah, yeah, maybe he should have kept his mouth shut at times and maybe not said something, but, like, he did become an admin after this, and I'll get on to that. But, like, I rose through the ranks quite fast because um, so many people were quitting because they just didn't want the drama or they just had enough or they're pissed off with Adam criticising them. And um, I was, I'll be honest, I was quite a big driver with BRG behind the um, CWL esports actually happening. Um when that happened, that was like the fun bit. It was quite. It wasn't. It was. It wasn't a lot of work doing the long form, at least. But that um, esports league was. Um, that was. That was more fun and um, a lot more work to set up. Um, initially, um, at the same time, Adam and Wooksy were becoming admins, and they were. Um, they were very good to work with. Um, Wooksy was one of the best admins I've ever worked with. Adam was very good when he was very good, but at the same time, he could be very challenging to work with. And if because he expects like total, like he expects the best at every moment. And if you're not like if you're doing something wrong or something, he'll call you out. And he probably won't call you out in the best way either. And it turns into a massive argument. And the amount of admins I've seen him have that way. I've had a few arguments with him myself. I think I won one, and I think I lost one. Um, <laughs> but like, but after that initial thing of like, it was fine, absolutely fine. Like, I did enjoy. It, it was good to work with him, and the value he added to that league was actually insane. I and it me- kind of goes to show, like season three. I don't think it was as good because he wasn't there. Yeah. Um, and so, like, so there was yourself and Adam and Wux and BRG kind of driving that whole esports thing because CWL was kind of the first. The first league to, to develop that wasn't it that so that that five v five sort of format yeah and especially the, the, the sort of the timed hits and like yeah, making that, it a viewing experience they weren't the first league to do five v five but they were the first league to like they were the first league for time zones right. I'm quite happy to take credit for that <laughs> um, they were the first league for like really putting a lot of media on it and um, really going for it and. Adam obviously had a huge influence on that. Like getting involved with Power Bang and Ash was huge. Like you've got to give him credit for that again. Like that would never have happened without him. And just the general like community hype and everything. It was. Um, and, and they were in a really, they were really good place. They have had three really good seasons. Yeah. Um, where they go now, it's like they've had six grand in the last prize pool. How do you top that next season? That's what concerns me a little bit. Yeah. Because um, Power Bang and 
Ash through like they've both moved away from Clash of Clans. They're both on different games now, but um, but through AMG through Aftershock Media Group, they're still still quite involved in the background, aren't they? In CWL. Yeah, I think especially Ash. She, Ash keeps a bit of an eye on things more than um, Powerbank with, with their um, Aftershock Media Group. Is obviously a mobile gaming. Um, what what can you call it? Like um, an opportunity connections um, sort of company, and a lot of Clash creators work with them. And obviously, Clash is one of the biggest mobile games out there. So it's um, a lot of a lot of value. Just like put a bit of money into CWL, which is like the most historically known league in Flash. They were involved with it, with it back in season one and two before they moved on. And um, I think in a way it was also like, it wasn't just sponsorship. It was also like a bit of a fan move, like a thank you. Like yeah. this was the game that made us and everything. And um, I don't know. I, I, I hope they return again next season. I have no idea. Um, I don't get that sort of information anymore, but it would be great to see them come back in. And, um, but they, they don't, they just, they just sort of put up the money then. And it's like, do what you've got to do. It's, there's no interference or anything. It's just do what you've got to do. It's, um, it's very, they're very professional. The most perfect. And um, I hope they continue with CWL. Yeah. Cool, man. Um, but you're not involved in CWL anymore. You've obviously you've got the EYG Open going now, and that was that the was it a desire to do the EYG Open that basically led you to step down from the sort of the, the behind the scenes stuff at CWL. Yeah, CWL, like it's, uh, you've done it for two years, like on to the very varying degrees level. It's um, there's there's not there there was there was one trigger moment where I stepped down. Um, there's a lot of reasons and a lot of things I didn't agree with and um, I don't think one thing that really frustrated me was although I was a senior admin you um, there were so many people who were admins just not pulling their weight it was it really pissed me off and that, like, you put all the best admins on esports and esports is brilliant because of that then you, all the admins who don't really do a lot you put on the other leagues and like you're you're there and you're focusing on esports and making it as good as you can and you've got admins and other leagues not doing their jobs and people the participants in those leagues are getting pissed off and they're tagging you and like there's one guy in that in that league i have no idea how he's still an admin all he does is make the pins for the sign-up sheet every season <laughs> and i had some big arguments with brg you won't fire him you won't fire him it's absolutely madness I don't know why, maybe they're mates or whatever, but like BRG was ultimately in charge. Like, even though you're a senior admin, like BRG's got the keys, he owns the server, you can't, that's what it is. Like, BRG, he's a good, he's a good guy, good admin, but like, he doesn't want to upset people. And um, nothing bad to say about Wix, yeah, excellent in every respect. Um, uh, obviously, Adam was like just dropping off at the end for reasons we're not going to talk about. But, um, and you can see it kind of when he was dropping off, you're thinking, oh, God, like, uh, yeah. What's going to happen next? Is it going to be good? Is it CWR still going to be good? Because no one, no one cared more than them. And um, some of the other admins at the same time, I'm glad they, they I saw they put a recruitment post recently and I hope they've got some good ones to drive it forward. But um, Danny's really so... good. Danny is really good. I picked yeah. him, we picked him up for NACC, headhunted him, poached, poached him. <laughs> Um, he's really good and uh, there's a few other good ones I'll give credit to like Samantha and 
Tribute was really good. He's recently retired. I, yeah. They were very, they were very good. But um, there was a moment, and um, I gave, um, I gave the rest of the admins an ultimatum. And I said, if you do that, I'm not going to tell you what it was. I said, if you do this, I'm, I'm off. I'm done. And they did it. And <laughs> I don't know if they, I, I, to this day, I don't know if they thought I was bluffing or not. But I just, just left the service straight away. I'm like, I'm done. Just like, <laughs> if you're putting on all this effort and stuff, like. I'd like to say I was one of the main contributors to that league. Um, I think the rest of the admins would agree with you around that time. And it pissed me off. It pissed me off. And I told them I put my farm into another league and that's exactly what I've done. Yeah, which brings us on uh, EYG Open quite nicely. So it's in season two now. So I'm just about to finish. Well, I'm saying just about to start the knockout stages. But actually, it's bigger than so season one you started off with just just a 5v5 league didn't you or well just two 5v5 leagues but now you've got all sorts of stuff going on in this season too you want to talk us about this sort of the thoughts behind the divisions and um and all that sort of stuff yeah um season one it was good um you don't really have like um obviously a new tournament in season one it's difficult to attract sponsors for a new tournament. Um, but we did. We're known as a family and we've got a reputation and people know that EYG is pretty solid to their words and we raised um, $500 for season one. And that went very well. I think we had a final between One Hive and Badzinger, which was the toughest mediation of my life. Um, <laughs> one Hive, massive respect <laughs> to them. Honestly, what they do... What they did, unbelievable respect to them, those guys. But season two, I think every every season you've got to like add some things on and make it a bit better. And but you don't want to make it better too fast or grow too fast. You you so season two, obviously the signups explode. You've got open science to pro and open science to rookie. But we don't want to be a league like um, set in like three hundred clans to pro. Like, we want to keep the quality like high still um, in season two. We did, so we had to run qualifiers and um, other leagues. They run three hundred clans or whatever, and you've got like top clans like Queen Walkers playing some clan who doesn't even don't even know what time zones are, and the Queen Walkers <laughs> get pissed off and they don't sign up again. Right. Yeah. And, um, so you do qualifiers. You whittle out all the time wasters. You find the best clans. Some clans get through qualifiers. Um, and you have your invited clans at the same time, your top clans. You don't need to do qualifiers like your NCSs, your Tribe Gamings and all them. And, and you, you hold the back the sp- spots of the qual- So all the t- teams qualify for pro. So you get your top 96. And everyone who doesn't qualify, the next 96 go into... Um, we weren't planning this originally, but the signs are so huge. We wanted to do something for them. We made like, I always call it the, the middleweight division. We call it the homemade division because he was like the founder of the family. Um, he, uh, probably, he, the probably, pro- from? he probably doesn't even know it's called homemade. He's on the server, but he, he, I haven't seen him mention anything. But <laughs> I was kind of hoping he'd probably say, oh, what the hell is this? But nah, he hasn't <laughs> said a word. But, um, I thought it was a weird yeah. word for intermediate. I thought I missed the sort of the <laughs> yeah. language thing there, but it makes sense though. It's named after someone. Right, okay, I got yeah. you. I'm thinking of calling an expert next season, but we'll see. Um, but um, so next night, six teams go into that division, and the fourth team places in the pro division go into that division's wildcard round. So they've got a second shot as well. And obviously, you've got rookie below, which is like 
um fans who really haven't done like this esports like it's not fun when you sign up to a league and you're getting battered 15 10 by the tang or someone it's it's, it's not fun like you want to play fans especially when you start out uh, entry level and quite a lot, some of the UIG teams themselves play this and they've never done it before and they thought oh yeah I'll give that a go and they never really thought of it but uh, they never really thought of entering that type of competition but I think they've enjoyed it and um, a lot of other teams you do get some teams sneaking in which you just say oh what the hell are you doing in here you're in the semi-finals of, of um, Fury Cup or something like they're like oh yeah sorry I didn't know but you, so you move them up like We've got yeah. a lot of knowledge and a lot of friends in the community, um, but yeah, it's um, it's it's going pretty well, and we sort of know in our heads what we want to do for next season. I'm not going to say what we want to do for next season because someone will listen to this and they'll steal the idea for themselves. You kind of want to be the first league on the scene to like make it op. Cool, that's nice, man. What about sort of like challenges and lessons learned? What um, if you've got someone who's wanting to start? And there are so many leagues out there just now, so many leagues and tournaments, and all that sort of stuff. What's uh, what? What's the one bit of advice that you'd give someone that wants to start? Apart from don't bother. <laughs> what's the one bit yeah. of advice you'd give someone? Have good people around you, because you're not going to be there all the time. Have really good people around you. In fact, people who give a toss. For us, it works in the fact all our admins are EYG people instead of people like CWL where just you get mercenaries coming in because they want the position and the status and all that nonsense and prepare for hard work because it's not, it's not easy. It's harder than what you think. It's, um, <laughs> you need to be in it for the long haul. Like, you can't just do a season and expect it to like, be amazing. Like, take Alpha League, for example. You've got Clash with Style there working with bollocks off. Um, he's done it four seasons now. and I remember in the first season... Um, it might have been the second season, but there was a day when um, it was it was blowing up. It was blowing up, and like people are asking him stupid questions, and even though he's already announced it like three times, and you could see the frustration in this post he made. It was how to get banned and a list of things. <laughs> just cracked me up, and I was thinking, I know exactly how pissed off. I know exactly the quite questions you get right now, but but you get used to it season after season, and. Um, He's done a really good job there, and um, you get used to it. Like some of my admins, are like um, are like these guys are idiots. Like the same person every week asking this and that. Like it's like yeah, you just got to get used to it. We won't accept it them is, next season if they're being a pain in the ass. It is incredible. Some of the questions. So if you've ever done anyone that's watching, if you've ever done like a wee one v one tournament, and you think you get stupid questions and frustrated with people that don't read like the one paragraph rules doc that you've produced so it'll be like it's a 1v1 and you hate each other this time the questions that you get and we're in week three of alpha league now and there are questions there's people asking questions that they must have asked in week one and two like what clan do i go to what what time do we hit at? all this sort of stuff you just like it's, it's incredible you're just like how do you uh, yeah anyway it, it, it's, it it's can so go impressive. the other way as well <laughs> it can go the other way as well like you try and limit the tags the leaders get and just put all the information in one tag, but you get like other leagues that tag you like twice a day. And like after like a day, you stop reading. Then they get, you, you stop reading because it's just like pages of nonsense. So like you're not there for that. You're just there. Like you, you're not in other leagues. Other leagues have got like these bots where you've got to learn how to do the commands. Oh man, bots. And, and, and like, <laughs> like you, you don't want to be a computer programmer. Sign up. All you want to do is turn up and sign up your plans for a league. You don't want to be pissing around. <laughs> 
um, <laughs> learning these stupid little tag things, like and, and how like spacing things. Absolute nonsense. I see how streamers get annoyed as well. Like, yeah. So that's why we've made it as easy as possible for streamers. Yeah, yeah. So you've just and that's it's a really nice sort of setup you've got for uh, Elegy, where basically you've got all the matches in one place that you look. They're set in date order, which is quite nice. Uh, my only frustration is that I don't know if other people are streaming it. And from my point of view, as a as a lower end streamer, sometimes I pick a war and I'm like, I'm going to stream that because so-and-so and so-and-so is doing it and so no one's going to watch me and that's probably something more to do with my uh my own self-esteem um but that's uh that's sort of that that's my only criticism of your of your setup but your setup is the fact that it's open to any streamer that is in the server that's such a nice way of doing it if someone wants a crack at streaming someone then they go for it coop says the gcc bot and the gcc bot is easier and at least has people supporting it coops um so i've commented there saying i don't know how to do this someone put in my things for me and they put it in whereas the wcl server flipping it you're on your own and it doesn't even it can't even produce a printout of who's what and when oh man it's great fun anyway sorry i'm going off on one I'm just like <laughs> you get it you get, you get I hate it bots. <laughs> i'm quite computer savvy i hate bots <laughs> well, man i'm Man, I opened three bottles of beer for this stream. <laughs> and I'm, on the, I'm just starting the third one right now. Happy right, days. All right, right so before. so uh, I can't wait till we get to the viewer questions when you're uh, when you're proper tanked up. Um, so we've got a new tournament coming up. Um, we've got. I'll make jump forward to a, a viewer's question here. Um, we've got um, a question from uh, I don't know who this is from saying how amazing is Ted eighteen eighty four. Ted, who's he? Who's he? Good, yeah, cool. Nice to know. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's, um, yeah, he's a top bloke. Um, he's another person like um, I've, I've known about him for a long time, and I've kind of spoke to him in the past, been like, oh, yeah, it'd be really cool to work with you in an event and stuff, but never really had the um, the opportunity or it wasn't the right moment to work with him on an event. When this NACC came up, and he messaged me right away. Yeah, yeah. Really interesting idea. Um, Huge prize pool. Do you want to come in? And straight away, I'm like, yes, of course. Um, it is going to take a big event to get me back into uh, another ad- admin position outside of the EYG after CWL. You, you want to be better in something every time. And I don't see NACC as a rival to EYG. I see it as something, um, it's like a kind of a different spin on leagues. It, I think it's more of a rival to like, CWL and um, I don't know if EW is actually going on anymore, but like I see it as a rival to them because we they, he's put together an an all star team of admins. He's put like he's got the the Liga in continental clans guy. He's got the only guy who was carrying Fury Cup last season. He's got yeah. um, he's got CWL's best one of CWL's best admins. Um, I'm there obviously helping out doing a little bit. <laughs> Um, so, but, it's, but with that sort of team you don't need to do a lot you just turn up you give your opinion you answer a few questions it's easy yeah he he is potentially one of the most connected guys in clash of clans who isn't a streamer or do you know what i mean he's like like everyone knows who he is he's just this guy that's in the background um tell us about the nacc then what um what's the thought behind it thought behind it is like there's no real like true pro league in the game i suppose um you've got other esports and stuff like you've got a league where everyone plays everyone and 
some of these clans, like um, these top clans, they some of the community tournaments, you've got to play any amount of games before you play another top team. And you've got to play against random teams. And they want to play the top teams every week, those teams. And you're going to play 17 of the other top teams every other week. Yeah. To find out who really is the best over a long period of time. And you can hold your form and everything it's um it's a new concept it's got it's got 10 grand for the top division which is i think the biggest community prize pool ever there's a few things i can't really talk about um but um going forward it looks like it's in a very very good place and um i've got to give him a lot of credit for what he's done ted unbelievably connected I've, i'd like to see him have a full-time job in esports in some way if he could i think he deserves it yeah. in time but um, the second division was a bit more challenging because the top teams you know exactly who the top teams are but when you get further down the list like you've got a lot of teams nearer the same level yeah. but, um, and the votes were pretty tough as well like, I didn't get what I wanted Ted didn't get what he wanted no one got what they wanted in fact but it was a fair process and um, there was one team in particular I was um, oh, I pitched out very hard for them and I couldn't get them in I've never had that before. Um, in CWR, you pretty much do what you wanted because the rest of the admins didn't really give a toss. And EYG, like, is, everyone knows exactly what's going on and um, supports any decision anyone else makes. Yeah. Uh, I'm not criticising the other NACS admins. I'm just saying it was a fair decision, but I didn't. no one got what they wanted. Ted didn't get what he wanted. Yeah, it's, a, it's probably a new place for all of you, actually. You've got the... the the adva- the double-edged sword of bringing together all these really strong admins from lots of different leagues means that you've yeah. got a r- lot of really strong personalities in there and so having to come up with a fair system there. Um, have you announced the challenger division yet? Have you announced those sort of those second leagues, uh, second team leagues yet? No. We know oh. the clans, but... Um, but not announced yet. I, I, I don't know when they will be announced exactly. We're announcing all the top division teams yes. first, and at some stage they'll probably be... It probably won't be announced one day at a time. It'll probably be three or five or yeah. maybe a full list. We haven't quite got to that yet. Our focus still is on the top division. The second division is kind of like extra. Like all the focus will be on the top division. Yeah. Pretty much about 80%. But like the second division, definitely a lot more challenging to set up. Yeah. I think it's a great concept though. So you've got this pro division or this top league with a massive prize pool. Um, that they're all competing weekly for. It's going to be scheduled two weeks in advance. So from a streamer's point of view, that's that's a dream. We can put this in our diary um, and know when it's coming up, um, if we're lucky enough to be in the streaming team for it. Um, and then um, then in that second division, you've got the opportunity for people to... And it's something that CWL started off with, that sort of like, you've got the second division that people can move up into. The winner of that next season will come into the next. So you've got this promotion and relegation sort of concept. I think that's great. I think it's a really exciting sort of um, format. So yeah, I love cool. it, and hopefully I'll um, go to three divisions in the future. I yeah. initially signed up. We initially signed up BFC like with confidence we'd get in. <laughs> I kind of knew like pretty early on like like some of the clans signed up like no, nah, we're not gonna get in. And I'd, I'd never want it to be like you get in if you're an admin. Like that's not how it works. Yeah. But, but like um. It, it would be, I would love to be in that, but um, we're going to have to win some more community tournaments, um, work hard, have a kill list, beat some of those clans, and um, get Zane out of retirement and get our asses in there. <laughs> Happy days. Okay, we've got him. Um, I think we're kind of coming towards the end of this, um, but I've got him um, uh, some viewers' questions here. 
So, um, we'll just, a lot of these are, um, I've gotten rid of some of the most trashy ones, and we've covered a few of these already, but we'll just run through these. If I remember who they're by, then I'll tell you them as well, but we've got, um, um, this one's from, uh, from Coobs, or Cobbs, uh, Coobs in the uh, chat here, we've got, who's the biggest snowflake in Crunk's eyes? And that was, um, and he's put that in, uh, I asked him to clarify if that was within EYG or within the world, and he's just in the world, in the entire world, who's the biggest snowflake? Uh, there we go. Cubes is happy in Clash, this in Clash of Clans or not in Clash of Clans? I've got no idea, man. I, oh, I, I don't I know, mean, man. Th- th- it's Coop's question. <laughs> yeah, he saw me talking about snowflakes earlier today in the um, in the BFC server, and um, <laughs> it's a difficult question. If it's in the game, it's going to make something. It's going to be very personal, and I don't actually have anyone in my head. But if you um, if you come to the EYG gateway and you see some of the nonsense people um. <laughs> try and get through our recruiters like some of those guys man like who come in and try and get into they, they it's very difficult to get into the eyg server if you're being a prat or something or <laughs> it's to pass the gatekeepers it's very there's the amount of snowflake you get in there is unbelievable i think uh, there's over i think there's about 1500 people banned from the eyg server which is mental <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy man um well, oh, this is a good one. I can't remember who asked this, but why did you change your name from Beastos to Kronk? Um, what's the so you do? You are the guy that that has two names. Um, which do you prefer to go by? Um, and I've I've on the stream I've got Kronk underneath your name, but I don't know. What um, tell me about that? Yeah, I would say it was Kronk first, um, and I suppose Beastos became known in like the CWL circles because it was the name of my second account. And before EYG got involved in CWL, I took that account to crunch time in the early days of CWL and played there. And um, that was my name in the EYG server. No, that was my name in the CWL server. And then became an admin in CWL and just kept that name there. I got known being Beastos there, but it's always been Crunk, really. And so I've changed that. uh, I'll piss off being money, you. Um, (laughs) But. um, I've always um, been known quite. I prefer Crunk, so I've changed that name permanently on my account, and I've got rid of that. I'm hopefully going to get rid of that. It's um, Crunk's. It's more fun now. Crunk Station was one of my Poker Elias names originally because I wanted people to think I was an idiot at the poker table, uh, just okay. with a stupid name. And I, that was one of my many names. If you Google it, you'll probably find a few things like some old scores or something from ten years ago. But um, oh, that's yeah. cool, man. I like that. Um, someone asked in the EYG server. Um, and so I thought I'd put this in. Um, is EYG, I know the answer to this, but is EYG your full-time job now? And uh, they also say, I think you need a pay rise. But there we go. Tell us about that's, um I think that's Lolly. I had a quick <laughs> flick through these questions earlier just to be a bit prepared. And um, it feels like a full-time job at the EYG Open, especially in like the qualifiers and setting it up. But uh, with like COVID and everything, um, I've had a lot of time. So the EYG Open gave me a good time. And um, but it's um, when the EYG opens on off season, you're cruising, you've got so many people doing so many different things. I don't need to worry about the family or anything, everyone else takes care of that. The leaders run the family. EYG open, yeah, I've got a lot more um, focus and attention I've got to give to that. But it's coming towards it's in the playoffs now, things are winding down. You've got less annoying, less leaders who don't know what they're doing, knocked out. Now you're dealing with the pro clans. People know what they're doing. They've done it all season. You can, I can do this in my sleep right now. 
Okay, cool. Um, what was your what was your favourite town hall level to play at? So town hall twelve. Town hall twelve. There we go. Easy. When it when it was the top town hall. Uh yes. So yeah. I suppose that's when esports first came out. I was playing more than I was doing admin work. We had a bit of success, and um, it was just I was kind of good at it compared to like town hall thirteen. I, I'm I'm rubbish at town hall thirteen. Yeah, I suppose it was just more of a reason of being better at that town hall level. I probably still am better at that town hall yeah. level. I love but... Town Hall 12. I dragged back everything, man. It was great fun. <laughs> yeah, it was a good times. Yeah, good times. <laughs> um, what, um, it, with the next update, um, what, what's, the, what's the thing that you want to see and what excites you most about like the next potential update? I don't think a lot excites me like about updates and stuff. It's a bit of a pain in the ass to get the old credit card out. <laughs> but, um, yeah, hopefully the meta will get a bit harder and um, hopefully there'll be like some new dynamics to some of the defences and the new defence. And um, Hopefully it'll be... Ho- my, maybe, my biggest wish if it, is it's harder to three-star. As long as it's harder for, and you're seeing like you get a, a 12-star war, it's like, wow, that's what I want. Right, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, it's... it's it doesn't feel good when you three star anymore, and I'm saying that and I'm not even good. But um, back in the day, it was like, wow, it feels pretty good. Nice. Um, right, I've got Rusty's question here now. Um, as a rep and admin for leagues, who's the worst clan you've had to deal with, and why? <laughs> nah, which is a proper controversial <laughs> one. <laughs> nah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, uh, I. I... <laughs> This might become the highlight pre- for the video. <laughs> I gave him some pretty um, tough questions last week, and he handled them very well. And um, <laughs> yeah, I've, got, I've thought about this. Um, I didn't really think about it long. Um, the guys in BFC know this will be. Um, <laughs> it's easy. I'm not even scared to say this. Um, <laughs> this isn't about disliking anyone or anything. This is like this is as an admin who it's hard to deal with. And there's a clan called Mafia Esports. I don't know if you've come across them. But um I you've got these guys it wasn't who I thought you were gonna say, but I have come across them before. Yeah, okay. But um <laughs> I we first come across them in CWL and they were running like it was so obvious they were running like it was like a two man team or something like and obviously the number one rule of esports is you run one account each. And these guys, we just, it was so obvious their names are the same. Um, you join their Discord server and there's like three people in there. Like when you, <laughs> teams of five men. And CWR removed them and then signed up to EYG. And um, I was like, all right, this is a bit weird. Like, it's, it's obviously haven't learned their lesson. So I gave them an interview room, like um, more just to like see if they change their ways. Like if they change their ways, then like I'm always up for second chances and stuff. And, in that interview, it, the ref isn't very intelligent. He t- basically told us he ran four accounts of one person in Fury Cup playoffs, even though the Fury Cup, I didn't report them or anything. Like I think they got knocked out anyway. But then um, he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll do this all the time. Like, and I've got the screenshots of it and everything. <laughs> I, I don't normally take screenshots that often and um, banned him from the server. I just told him, don't bother coming here again. And, he's, and um, one of the guys was... I think one. I think the one of the guys was playing in Clash Champs, and they've kicked him out now. And um, they just got removed by MLCW last week. They've worked it out. I know Global Clash Cup have banned them. If you if you're a league admin, you got Mafia Esports in your league. 
I'll be more than happy to provide you with the evidence to ban them from your league. Alpha League as well. Uh, Alpha League these, are league, these, these are all leagues that have worked out themselves without me saying anything. Yeah. It's just, and the thing is that they never learn. They never even try and cover it. It's just, it's just idiots. <laughs> I'm sorry days. to say that word, but it's just like a complete waste of my time. <laughs> Happy days. Um, we've got here um, probably the final question. The, the the question that we've really been building up to, everyone wants to know, it's kind of two-parted here. I just want to... I might put these together for a bit of a reason. Um, Alex uh, Clash of Style has asked, do you remember the time that you no-starred on his stream? And also he asked, who's your favourite Scottish streamer? I don't know why. I, they just happened to be there at the exact same time. But, you know, you, 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 you worked that one out. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, um, we'll start with the um, no star on his stream. Yeah, of course I remember that. I think we had a six star war, which was our personal, it was our all time wow. record in Brian Fan Club. It was, I think it was Fury Cup's last learning, group stage match. Well, I think we were already qualified from the group and um, we were all hitting from inconvenient places. I think Rusk disconnected, got one star. Nah, I think someone else had one star. I think B Money actually looked pretty good in this situation for once with a two star. And I had like, I tried some ridiculous thing. Like, I, you know, you know, sometimes you're like hitting on the fly in life. And I got a zero star. I got a zero star. So um, it just kind of happened. Yeah, you just laugh about it. Like, it's not the end of the world. Like, if you're getting pissed off about stuff like that, like, you're just taking it too seriously. It's annoying. It's a bit embarrassing, but like, it's a bit of a laugh at the same time. Like, you got B money, like loving it because he's got two stuff. <laughs> Alex says it was one of his favorite ever streams. Brilliant. <laughs> he must have been watching. Alex must have been watching that thinking, "What the hell am I watching?" But yeah, Scottish streamer. I, um, have you it's been googling guy. other Scottish yeah, streamers? <laughs> I was actually looking. Like, I asked Alex, like, hey, "Do you know any other Scottish streamers?" Because I was going to say the third one just to piss you both off, <laughs> but I don't. I don't think there is another Scottish streamer, but um, I, I genu- don't think there is a Scottish number. And I you put genuinely me in this don't posi- think there is. And he's put me in this position where, like, I've got my our in-clan streamer does one hell of a lot of work and promotion. I got, and the other guy, I'm on his podcast. He's a good mate. <laughs> And he's asked me this question. I'm going to have to give him an answer. So I've got a second question here as well. Lil asks, how much does Alex annoy you? Yeah, he's um, <laughs> probably not as much as I annoy him. <laughs> I think I probably pissed him off a few times. He's probably... I think we had a little falling out once for like a day. It was over like some nonsense. He was under pressure in Alpha League. I was under pressure in EYG. Just kind of like fell out over nothing, but um, I gave him a call the next day and it was absolutely fine. Like, I was a little bit worried for a day. I was like, "Oh God, I'm gonna make friends with him." Never got any issues with him. Uh, like, like one little falling out in like two years is nothing. Like, um, but he's a good bloke, top bloke. And I'm gonna say I don't know how like you talk about other people doing like EYG and how you do it, but he does. Um, he runs a league. He's the person league. Yeah. And he puts out YouTube content so he much. Designs. He does YouTube content. Every, he's a player. Every day. That's crazy. He's a player. And he's a graphic. And he's a streamer. Yeah. Like, what the f- And he's got a full-time job. And he's got to entertain Lil, which I'm sure is the hardest job out of them all. And he's a um, postie. Yeah, exactly. And he's a, and he's a postie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just imagining bowing it around on his postie bike, getting home, doing the stream. I don't know how he does it, man. He's, a, he's an absolute machine. Yeah. I've got a lot of respect for him. Um, 
Yeah, um, but, but I'm your favourite. I get it. Yeah, you got a lot of respect for him, but I'm your favourite. That's fine. We're, we're, we're right, right there. Right, this is the right place. That's the right way to end that stream. That's, that is the right good. way to end it. <laughs> um, mate, thank you so much for coming in. Um, coming on like on the stream. My plan. I've got like a few sort of like interviews set up and to keep going, but um my plan eventually is to almost do what we did there with the world's chat and actually get maybe yourself and a couple other people on and just sort of chatting about what's happened at the weekend or new developments in the game and actually having a bit so i hope you want to come back again and sort of maybe talk less about yourself and stuff and just talk about the game that we all love so that's kind of the the plan going forward so thank you so much man for coming in um it's been nah, no worries my pleasure man i just want to um I'm gonna have to. Can I just quickly roast Zane quickly? Of course you can, mate. Um, you you have the floor. While I find someone to stream, if it's someone to read into, you you crack on. You destroy. Shout out whoever you want. Destroy whoever you want. The floor. Is I just yours. want to give Zane um a quick shout out. And um, my favourite moment ever in the game was <laughs> when um nothing to do with playing. We we're all on voice or some random war. I can't remember. And you can just hear him. Um, I wanted to say this somewhere in the stream, but I forgot. And you can just hear his wife give him this massive bollocking in the background. Um, <laughs> he just got his mobile open check for like, um, I think it's $32. You can just hear her going, this isn't enough, Zane. I know you like your esports and all that, but $32 just isn't going to cut it. So get your <laughs> ass back on this game. He's, he's on a bit of a break right now. Top bloke. Massive respect. <laughs> he, can't, he can't drink for shit. But, um, but get your ass back on this game. We miss you. Happy days. The, the, <laughs> the, the entire chat is saying that we need to get your face cam for next time. So that might have to be the next thing that we do. Um, so maybe if we bring you back, um, we'll maybe buy you a $20 webcam so that we can actually uh, see your sexy face as well. Uh, we can do that at some stage. It would be an <laughs> iPhone or an ironing board right now, which is quite difficult. Uh, you know what? Those those iPhones are flipping good pictures, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I've, um, it's... I didn't really know I was going to do this. I'm just pacing it around the house, drinking beers right now. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it's been fun, and thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, no worries. I hope, I've, I hope I've given some people who've wasted an hour and a half of their life listening to this a bit of a laugh. But that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Me, I'm I, I've had a good time. It's been great fun, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's been awesome. Um, I'm hoping to do more of these. Uh, next week we've got I've got um, uh, Brothers and uh, Kiki from uh, Clash Champs, and so it'll be a slightly different uh, conversation, all about like an esports team perspective, and also from a base builder sort of point of view. So that'll be a different one again. So, uh, mate, thank you so much, and uh, yeah, everyone else, thank you for hanging around and watching. Um, if you want to say anything else, you want to say hi to YouTube, put it on right now over there. Uh, Clash of Style, Alex, you're, you're a legend says this was amazing, guys we're going to raid into Mara Jade, um, we're going to do that now, I'm going to hit, hit return there join me on the raid, let's, uh, let's go and give it a wee raid, uh, spam those EYG emotes if you're a sub, if you're not a sub uh, maybe unlock them, spam them in Mara's uh, stream because why not, that'll be fun uh, she's got some Lost Meta Gaming going on, uh, war, so you know, actually get to watch some Clash of Clans in a second um, but thank you so much guys catch you next time, thank you Crunk See you later. Uh, Goodbye. Cheers, buddy.